You are listening to the Good Day Wellness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to boosting your mood. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I'm here to support you on the way to calming your mind and nourishing all aspects of your life. Together, we can bridge the connection between body and mind and make every day a good day. Hello, everyone. Firstly, Happy New Year to you all. I hope that you enjoyed the silly season and also really had a beautiful break just to stop and reflect. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Waterbox Australia, natural PHA spring water inside a sustainable plant-based garden. Enjoy 10% off using the code GOODDAY at waterbox.com.au. Now, I thought a lot about the first episode of the year and I didn't just want it to be the same old goal-setting episode that every other single podcaster is probably going to do. Instead, I wanted this one to be about embracing an authentic life and doing the inner work. Essentially, this is what matters. This is what's going to help you align your values and help you to live a life that feels good for you and actually achieve all your goals along the way. Now, to help me with this episode, I I have a very special guest. You will remember her from the iconic girl pop band Bardo, Sally Polly Ronis. A quick rise to fame at a young age taught her many lessons and has now led her down a path of mentoring and education for creatives and business. She has done it all from PR, branding, marketing, entertainment, and a lot more, but has always fostered the importance of our inner world and self-development to create a successful life. Today, Sally is here to share it all with us so we can make 2024 a year to remember in the best possible way. So welcome. Hello. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. You're my first ever pop star that I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you are so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> so Hopefully exciting. the first of many for you. Hopefully oh, the first of we'll many. See. <laughs> we'll see, but no, it's, I'm really excited for today's episode. Like I said in the intro, I feel like, you know, start of the year, everyone's got those goals and that motivation, but I think it's, you know, the inner work and, and discovering your values that really helps you to, you know, kind of bring those goals to life, I guess. So I'm excited to break it down. But before we do get into it, I need to know what is one thing you do every day to boost your mood? Oh my gosh. Um... I don't know if I can pick one, but movement for me is really important. Mm. You know, if I, especially having a mom and having kids, just having that that one thing that you do a day to kind of just get you into your zone. Yeah. I feel like, and even with with movement, I find that sometimes after I work out, or most of the time, I'll have that little moment with myself as well. Mm. But I feel that movement just really boosts my mood, and we all know yeah. it's there's those happy endorphins that they get us feeling really good, and they can they actually stay in the body for a period of time, which actually makes you feel good for a few days later as well. So yeah, movement is definitely my like go-to, but yeah. I do have three, so movement, and then obviously mindful sleep is just like the epitome, especially being a mom and especially doing, doing a lot of work as well. You know, we need to clear the brain and make sure we're detoxing the brain over, over, overnight, which a lot of people mm-hmm. aren't because we're getting less than seven or eight hours sleep. So we're not allowing our brain to really detox and clean properly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, definitely movement, um, s- sleep and, yeah, that's pretty much it you yeah. know, for me. I think I, if I, as long as I'm moving 
And yeah. obviously eating properly is like a big thing. Yeah. If I'm doing sugar and refined um, which refined carbs and that type of thing, I just feel like yeah. I feel like crap. So yeah. making sure my, my glucose spikes are mm. doing not doing so well. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah like not the spiking. Three things you've listed are really the cornerstones. Like they are the foundations. You know, if you are moving your body, if you're sleeping well and you're nourishing your body every day, you're pretty much ticking majority of the boxes. And from there you can build. So your mood is going to be in a good place if you're fostering those good habits. Oh, which is- 100%. Because I feel like when I move, I eat better anyway. Yeah. Like you just, exactly. you know, and when I sleep better, I move yeah. more. So it's yeah. like, it's it's kind of like this triangle yeah, of like that. Yeah. I think feel like that's the triangle of self-care and self-love yeah. for yourself. And mm-hmm. every time I'm sort of out of that, that's the three things that I really focus on when I come back yeah. to myself yeah. like, okay let's get let's get this back to you know normal and let's let's get this sort mm-hmm. of cycle happening so yeah those yeah. three things that yeah definitely are the cornerstone I think absolutely yeah. so to start this episode I really want to hear about your journey and I think everyone listening is also going to really want to hear about it too <laughs> <laughs> you had a quick rise to fame um what was that experience like for you and what lessons did you learn like you were in basically like the biggest pop band in australia like how i know it's pretty crazy right (laughs) well it was a quick rise after 11 12 years of like nutting it out in adelaide you know like they always say quick rise but then before that i think i've got a um you know really sort of make sure that i share that too because i feel like there's a lot of shows at the moment which are about Mm -hmm. you know being famous really quickly you know with idol but i feel Mm -hmm. like that sort of my life was 12 years of really hard work you know I did so much dancing and performing leading up to that moment so then when I got to that moment it was like yay I'm like so ready for this um I had done what I sort of could have done in Adelaide and then I moved to Sydney and into the big smoke (laughs) um but that experience was amazing It, it was a real um aha moment for me because it was like okay what I had been thinking and dreaming for my whole sort of childhood and my gut feeling of like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Because I always had this really um, strong gut feel and that would block out all of the noise, like especially yeah. growing up in a Greek family, European family. Yeah. So once I got to that point, it was like, yes, it happened. Like I wasn't going crazy. Like it did happen. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Um, but then, you know, of course, when you're stepping into that environment, you know, that's when the real work starts. So for me, um I loved performing. I loved everything that came with that world um, mm-hmm. and with the, with the industry from being able to talk to journalists and the photo shoots and being in the recording mm-hmm. studio. There's such a different, um, something different every day. You're not doing the same thing every day. So that's what mm-hmm. I loved about that, that, that time. Um, but also, you know, it was quick rise to fame. But I think we focused so much on the work that we didn't mm-hmm. really get caught up in the hype um and i think we were all like that we were really level-headed like that so we didn't really get caught up in all of that sort of you know pop star Mm -hmm. world and and for us also it was the first of of that kind of genre the reality tv genre so we didn't really have anything else to go by we didn't know what was going on so we were just heads down you know like head down for the whole time so um, but it was an amazing experience. There was so many experiences. Gosh, I could do a whole co- podcast just on that. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. just amazing. Like as I was preparing for this episode, I, it's funny how Instagram listens to you. And I must have been talking about how I'm interviewing you and you're from Oh, Garden. wow. Yeah. 
Well, these fan pages started popping up on my feed. Oh, and wow. I've been, yeah, I've been scrolling through and just, you know, seeing all the things you did. It's just incredible. Like, oh. what a whirlwind <laughs> that would have been. But I do really love how you've mentioned it wasn't like it's not a quick ride. Nothing happens overnight. And I think, you know, when you're watching from the outside and you've seen someone, oh, they've gone on TV and then the next day they're everywhere. It's not like that in your reality. You know, like you said, there was 12 years of hard work and hustling and trying and, and you know, trying to get closer to that goal and then it kind of happened and then you had to work even harder to maintain that. So, yeah, yeah I, I like that you've mentioned that because I think a lot of people compare their lives to others and think, oh, well, they had it easy or they got it quick or this or that, whereas I don't think anyone in, in history has ever had it like that. You know, no I way. Think yeah. That goes on behind the scenes where a lot of hard work has to come into play. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like for me personally, which I haven't really spoken about this, but my mindset really changed. So, mm -hmm. and I feel like every time there's sort of hardship or something you're going through is a real pivotal time for personal growth. So for yeah. me, my parents separated and that mm -hmm. was really the catalyst for, okay, mm -hmm. what do I want to do with my life? Where am I going now? Um, yeah. Do I want to be in Adelaide? And it sort of sets a different tone for what you want for life, for life in general. Yeah. Um, and I did Anthony Robbins. So I did, I read the Awaken the Giant Within. So that is pretty much like, where I sort of based that whole self-discovery piece and self-awareness. So, you know, I did that in uh, very early on. Um, and then from there, I, I, I just took a different path. So I yeah. think getting that mindset right is especially like, cause you can do the work and you can have the skill set, but then you've got to get to the point of like, okay, how am I going to push forward now? And, and how am I going to achieve that success? What am I going to do different? Because people could be in that, in that space of working really hard and the skills, having the skills for a long time, but they never yeah. cut through so mm -hmm. I feel like that's where your attitude and your you know your beliefs and all the values and all of that come into play so for me that was a really pivotal time for me it's sort of stepping away from what I was doing to okay what do I want to do now and I think that especially coming into the new year that's really important it's just having that mindset and sometimes it's just that little change in the way you think or your attitude um yeah I love that because I mean your situation was very different to mine, but I, you know, I, I went on MasterChef and then I came off MasterChef and I don't think I've ever worked this hard in my life. And I think people on the outside watching will think, oh, cool, she went on TV and now all this stuff's coming to her. But it's not like that at all. And that's why I think that has been a real perspective change for me. So I think yeah. one thing I learned, you know, in the last 12 months was that if you want anything in life, you have to hustle. You have to yeah. be <laughs> like there is no there is no easy path, you know, and I think it is that mindset shift. And, you know, once you have that shift and you start working towards it, that's when things start falling into place in a way and you know you kind of yeah move in a different in a different rhythm I guess yeah and I think that your energy as well and I have to say I just want to go back to what you said that I have to vouch for you because I've I've followed you this whole yeah. journey and you have you know you've studied and you've done your work and you've stepped into the online space but you've just been heads down the whole t head down yeah. the whole time and yeah. I've loved watching you because you've just oh, not you. been caught up with the hype and MasterChef no. was a natural progression for you Absolutely. Um, and I feel like you've done such 
an amazing job and also coming out of that as well and still doing what you're doing, not getting too caught up in the sort of no. TV, TV sort of hype world and still being focused on what you do. So I have to yeah. applaud you for that because oh, you've done so well you. and I've loved watching you as well. Oh, thank you. Well, I think I've always had, like I've, I've been very focused in the sense that I know what my vision is and, you know, everything that I've done, I've always said this is a stepping stone enjoy that journey but you know everything is one step closer to achieving your dreams and your goals and I think it's really important to stay grounded in that because you know if you get an opportunity and then go off in a totally different path but then you realize it doesn't align with any of your values you're not really going to be happy you know you're not really going to feel fulfilled at the end of the day and and then what's really the point you know and I think also like it comes down to sort of you know like what you what your definition of success is and how you measure it also so some people do measure it with status Mm -hmm. and and that type of thing but I think that's really important for you because then you can then go within when you need to so when you do have those sort of hype quick rise Mm -hmm. moments then you're always centering yourself back to sort of what is right for you and what you believe in Um, and I think that's really important and even for myself when I'm mentoring others they're the three key or four Mm -hmm. there's four but they're the key um, components because you need to know why you want to be successful what your definition is and how you're going to measure that because that's going to really help help you um, and your mindset also and how you feel about how you feel about the situation um, but also you know your beliefs and your values and and why you're doing what you're doing you know, they're all really important and that's what keeps you centered and that's what that's what makes the biggest difference I feel and what I've seen so far in in the years that I've been in the industry as well yeah, yeah. So going on from your girl band era, you definitely took a bit of a different path from the entertainment industry. Can you give us a little bit of insight into what it is you do now? So now I've done like, so since the Bardo days, I've sort of stepped into the behind the scenes of entertainment. So I've produced tours and worked um, in the licensing department of Fremantle Media who made shows like Grand Designs Live and X Factor Tour. So I was really pivotal in pulling those shows together. Um, and managing those brands from a licensing perspective in live events. Um, Mm. So basically my whole life has been really self-discovery, you know, from from a young age. I've just been a really curious kind of person Um, and I've always sort of stepped into personal growth. I just feel it's a part of life. I don't feel like it's a stage. I feel like we're always evolving and and if, if if you're wanting to step into that bet, your best self. Um, So for me, I've always been that role in people's lives um and just so i've stepped into mentoring and um working with creatives and artists um because i just feel like that's just the place where i naturally sit so i just felt okay and i've always done sort of what i love so it's like okay well what is really sort of you know um sparking me at the moment and what's really sort of making me um excited and i feel like that's just where i feel I don't know, I feel like my cup is full, you know, when I'm helping others. So I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I've kind of had enough experience um, and studied studied as well to sort of back it up. Um, So why not just sort of step into helping others and giving back, really? That's where it kind of stems from, yeah. I love it. And I said this to you in an email, but as I was getting ready for this episode, I went on your website and I was obviously researching you and I was thinking, God damn, this woman has done everything. Like, you (laughs) 
experienced and you know you've you've worked with so many like you've worked with the Kardashians and you've just done so much in your life and I think you know that's the difference now because I think social media can be very confusing in terms of everyone wants to be an expert and a mentor and this or that but you know it's you got to look for the people who have actually done the work. Yeah, you know, and 100%. You have done the work. You've done the work, you've got the experience, you've had the study, and that's what tears you apart from all of this other poll of people who, you know, want to do that as well, which is fine. And, you know, but I think in this industry, when you are mentoring others and you are coaching and you're teaching and you're educating, you know, your own experiences, that's what makes you so valuable. You know, that's what makes you a teacher, really. So, yeah, you have done it all. I up <laughs> to you. I do. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. It's so funny because people go, oh, what do you do? What have you done? I was like, gosh, just go to my website now. It's like, <laughs> because there's so many. I'm 47 now. So the, And I started performing when I was 11. So it's a long wow. time. Wow. But um, I think the most, the biggest takeaway from that is that your skills really step in. You know, you can, your skills from one job can then roll over mm-hmm. into another. You know, yeah. and that's like when I when I did the Kardashians, you know, I had done in stores where I had been there for two hours signing CD covers with kids lining up for two hours. So, you know, when I did that, those shows, I knew exactly how to manage them, the security, what to put into play. Um, Kim did say it was one of her most organised, easiest <laughs> shows she had, signings she had done. But it's because you're putting your experience in, and that skill set into something into something else. So they can't they are transferable, you know. And I think that's where people sometimes they get stuck in in sort of oh this is what I do. But it's like what can you take from you know people, especially people who wanted to move move into another profession or pivot. What can you take from what you what you know and put that and transfer that into something else or a different different area? Yeah, I love that. That's really because a lot of people, you know, as you grow through life, I think. You want to change, you know, things, you know, sometimes what you're doing doesn't suit you anymore and, you know, you need to grow and change and I think it can be such a scary thing. But I think having that perspective that you've given and said, well, you know, what do you know already? What can you take from Mm. this and apply it to something new? I really like that because I think sometimes we get so caught up in the fear that we forget to do important things like that. Yeah, and I think also people just get really caught up in, um, you know, you know, I feel like it's kind of you need to really stop sometimes and think, you know, what do I really want to be doing? It's not just about yeah. an Instagram post or, you know, yeah. if Instagram is all taken away and, and that's yeah. shut down, you know, would you be happy doing what you're doing? And I know for 100% when I decided what I wanted to do next, it wasn't just about the work. It was also about my lifestyle. What yeah. do I want that to look like? You know, and I do that in my workshops as well. It's it's having that creative visualization of what you want, want your life to be. Do you want to be working a nine to five? For me right now, having small kids, that doesn't work for me because yeah. I want to have the flexibility and the life. So I feel like it's even taking a few steps back and thinking, what do you actually really want? your life to be when you wake up every day what you know what does that look like for you um and I think that's separate to social media and for me personally and there's a lot of different perspectives but that whole social that's just a marketing outlet for me and having worked in marketing because that those platforms change and they and and evolve and and move move on like just like they have with insta and and also tiktok going into more of a tiktok space now and that changes and evolves but I think if you're really rooted in what you want to do and why you want to do it then those platforms can change and you can evolve and adapt, but you're still rooted in the into in what exactly what you're doing and why you want to do it. 
And I think that's really important. And that's what I've seen over my career. And because so many times, you know, things have changed. I've seen enough now to sort of see, you know, it used to be really big with Facebook when it first came out and then Insta and then, you know, Twitter and then it's all evolved. But I think that's the really the important thing. And I, I do feel for for the quick rise in the, for on Insta and the social because I've kind of experienced that fame and it's like sort of stepping, you've got to step away from it sometimes just to really get to what you want to do, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. being the start of the year, all the goal-setting energy is very <laughs> yeah. high right now and people are feeling motivated and they've got their New Year's resolutions and they want to achieve their goals. However, if the mindset isn't right, it's a big challenge to actually, you know, achieve any type of goal. So can you give us some tips on what we should be doing to get ourselves in a good headspace and why that's important to achieve our goals? Well, first of all, the three things we spoke about earlier, I mean, that, the, you know, moving yourself, like getting into a movement every day, eating the right foods, not too much sugar, not too much refined crap. And, you know, also sleeping really well. They're your, they're, they're, that's the backbone, right? That's where you start. And then I think making sure that you know what you want because mm. you can spend the whole year sort of, you know, kind of trying to discover what you want, but you've got to really know what you want. And I'm a big believer of, I know it's new year, but I also do this work throughout the year. I don't just wait for the new year to sort of step into that zone. But I think mindset is so important and it's, you know, it's, it, it backs, it's your attitude. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's what you think of yourself and how, and, and what you're going to put into, well, how you're going to feel about what you're doing. So I feel mm-hmm. like really stepping into your mindset is so, so important, you know, mm-hmm. and if you don't have, if you haven't done the work on your limiting beliefs and your values, then I feel like you can get a little stuck. So I feel like the most important thing to do before you step into the new year is like, what do you want to do and why do you want to do it? And I think if you've got that meaning and purpose behind why you want to do something, then you've got that charge every day. You've got something to constantly go back to and inspire you and push you forward. So I feel like that's just so important. And Sometimes stepping into the new year doesn't look like all this, I'm going to do this and I'm going to lose weight. Sometimes it's actually just taking that quiet time when you've got time off to go, okay, what am I doing this year? What do I want it? How do I want the next year to be? And a year from now, how do I want that to look? What changes do I want to make? Maybe you want to, you know, get fit. Maybe maybe because you want energy. It's not necessarily about aesthetics. So I think like for you, you've got to really work out okay, what am I doing this year? What is the one key goal that I need to focus on this year that will make a difference in my life? Mm-hmm. And I think from there, it's really important to set those micro goals. Yeah. I think that, you know, we aspire, and I think, I don't know what the um, stats are, but there are a lot of stats that are like yeah. people setting <laughs> New Year's resolutions and then they yeah. sort of never get to it. So I think those micro goals are really important because you want to be able to have those moments of like achieving that little mm-hmm. goal and going, yay, I can do this. Okay. And just having the motivation to re- like keep going and having the confidence to keep going. So yeah. I feel like setting that big goal is really important, but also sort of reverse engineering that back and going, okay, what does that look like in, in micro goals? And yeah. then how does that look in my everyday life? What's my intention every day? So mm-hmm. I feel like doing those few things is really important. And I feel like that's what you can, you can sustain that. Absolutely. So, you know, if your goal is I want my body to look different a year down the track or I want to have more energy, that, okay, what does that look like for me? So that mm-hmm. may mean, okay, I'm just going to move. You know, mm-hmm. you might not do the full eight-week 
you know, yeah. plan or whatever. But yeah, it's like yeah. I'm just gonna move. So yeah. then we sort of get reverse engineer that back and go, okay, what does that mean for me? It's like okay, blocking out that time and you know, busy moms or busy work. Okay, I've just got to focus on blocking out that time. When's that time best for me? So I feel like just really attacking it in that way will get you more success than just right, I'm going to do this now and, you know, that whole mindset. <laughs> yeah, and I've got that kind of mapped out in my journals and that was yes. a really big part of why I wanted to do that because, you know, as I see clients all the time, you know, we have a big goal and, and usually that big goal is I want to lose weight or I want better skin, something along those lines. But yeah. it's like, okay, well, let's look at the steps that are actually going to get you there. And these are the things that you need to do every day and they're the tiny little things, you know, the tiny little things like go outside and get sunshine or go for a quick walk on your lunch break or, you know, have one healthy meal a day because maybe you're not having any healthy meals a day and it's just looking at the one thing you can do every day that's actually contributing to your big overall goal because if you don't have a plan none of your big goals are going to come to life because it's not like you're going to have the thought and then the next day you wake up and you've achieved the goal it's it's no it takes work and it takes action and it takes a plan to kind of make yeah. it I think that's what those micro goals, that's what they essentially are. They are you making an action plan. And, and it's like, you know, when you put a business plan together for your business, yeah. <laughs> same thing for your you got to get serious, right? you got to get serious. If you want to make that big change, like you've really got to get serious. And, and it is your, you know, a lot of that comes from self-love, you know, loving yeah. yourself enough to yeah. nourish and loving yourself enough to make that change and, and knowing mm. that you deserve that change. Yeah. You deserve to move forward in a year's time and be in a different space. Mm -hmm. And some people don't feel that, you know, and I think that's mm -hmm. where you really need to dive into your beliefs and, and what you're sort of saying to yourself because all of that, the beliefs, your values, they will sit in your subconscious. So there are mm -hmm. things that are actually not affect that they're affecting you every day, but you're not realizing that they are, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you have those thoughts that, that you're saying to yourself every day, but then there's this subconscious, mm -hmm. you know, um, area where you just don't know that that's having how much of an impact that's having on your yeah. life so I think that's really important but like if yeah. you want to do one thing this year is just loving yourself more because when you mm -hmm. love yourself more you're yeah. gonna get up and you're gonna move because and also I think I think really diving into understanding what sleep does what movement does what nourishing your body really does I think there's a lot of hype like talk oh, I have to sleep I have to do all these things yeah, but I think wow. once you dive down and dive mm -hmm. in and actually really discover what sleep is and yeah. how that's going to make you feel um i think that's really important and just even just the mindfulness of rest and and mm -hmm. being able to just slow down a little bit and how that impacts your mood and your and your health yeah. i think those things are really important so maybe just a little bit more um insight into yeah. you know into that area is really i always good. say to people you know because i come at it with an education approach i like to educate people and you know help them understand why and I think it's because once you know better, you're going to do better because it's in your mind. You kind of can't hide what you already know. You know, once yeah. you know these facts, you know the benefits, you know what it does, and you have that education yourself, it's really hard to ignore it and go against it because you know the facts and you're going to do the things, you know, that are going to make you feel a lot better. So, yeah, I think, you know, 
like you said, be a bit inquisitive and, you know, read books and listen to podcasts and do a bit of research and understand why things kind of make you feel a certain way. And if you see something on socials and you see someone talking about it, dive a little bit deeper if it sparks something in you. Do a bit more of your own research to figure out why because that knowledge really is power always. Yeah, yeah. But just on that also, like I found um, in my years and also watching people, sometimes Mm. you can get to the point of, okay, I've read everything, I know it, but there Mm. is something not allowing me to change it, right? And I feel like that's when you go, okay, I've done the research, I know this, but why am I staying up every night or why am I still eating this crap? Like, yeah. and that's where yeah. I feel like digging that deeper and going a little bit deeper in the layers of the limiting beliefs is really, really important because there's something there mm. in your subconscious mm. that's stopping you from really moving forward. And mm. I feel that that's, that's where people get stuck and not able to mm. really propel forward. And and it's different for everyone because obviously we have different personalities. We have different ways of absorbing information. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's really like different from everyone. But I yeah. feel like if you are in that spot and you just go, I've tried everything, you got to do the inner work. Yeah, you do. That- you just have to or else. And if you find that you're kind of pushing through and pushing through and you're at another year where you it's mm. not happening for you, this is your year to do yeah. the inner work and to just sort of dig that little bit deeper and find out what's blocking you. This really brings me to my next question, which okay. is timing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're the perfect person to ask. But this is something I struggle with and I often ask myself this. So, And I'm sure people listening, they're probably in the same boat. But I have always felt like I have great potential, that you know I can do these great things and I can see it happening. But I always find myself getting stuck on how to take action. I always find myself talking my way out of things, I guess. And, you know, there's obviously blocks there. There's obviously limiting beliefs there. So what I'm asking you is what type of work should we be doing to break through those blocks and those limiting beliefs? Because it's really, really frustrating. Like, from my perspective, you know, I feel like I'll take two steps forward and then I'll take one back. And it's this constant battle of trying to work through this barrier and just not being able to break it down. So I think, please help me. Uh, Well, I think, look, I I dive deep all the time, um, but I think it's really about the personal growth journey, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got to take it all in. And sometimes those signs are you know, I've always had kind of a, a growth mindset, which is when I look at when something's going on in my life or something's not quite working, it's like, okay, how do I look at this? What can I take from this? And where can I grow from this, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's my the four selves, right? So it's sort of self-discovery, self-awareness, um, self-reflection and acceptance, which which that is your personal growth journey, right? So yeah. always being able, you're always on that journey. And especially even it's whether you're growing a new business or having becoming a mom, like you could do all the personal work, but then you enter a relationship and it changes. You've got to do another, you've got to do another bit of work, right? Because you're always evolving. You're never really still, you're never constant. And if you are, you're sitting in that comfort zone and you're not really stretching and growing yourself, Right. So I feel like it's actually, first of all, just changing the mindset around it's health, like it's actually healthy. It's actually okay because that is a sign that you are actually stretching. You're in a new space. It's new and that's okay because a year down the track, you're going to be attacking it in a different way. 
So I feel like just maybe having that self-awareness is like really important. And that's what I think anyone on a personal journey or a discovery journey is having that self-awareness and understanding how you work. So and how you work is totally different to how somebody else works because your limiting beliefs and your conditioning and your subconscious thoughts, you could be in the exact same situation as somebody else, but you, what what you've had in your, going on in your life, and that could be like the simplest thing of how you were spoken to as a kid or what has affect you, you know, affected you in, in your life or where you're currently at. Like everyone is really at different situations and that's why I feel like that comparison um, that, you know, comparison of Instagram and social is really difficult because everyone is in such different spaces. But, you know, with the self-discovery piece, I feel like self-awareness is really, really important, knowing how you work and basically, basically, you know, it's going back into those limiting beliefs again and the values. So if you don't have the awareness of why that self-doubt always kicks in, why that fear always kicks in. Are you good enough? A lot of it is about self-worth, right? Are you good enough? So if you have the self-awareness and you know, oh, okay, here we go again. I've pushed and now I'm sort of, I need to stretch again because I don't know that area that I'm going into. It's new. It's like going in the deep end of a pool. You're you're kind of a bit sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's new to you. So, but once you're in there and you're learning how to dive and you how to swim, you're good. That's stretching. That's stretching out of your comfort zone. So it's healthy. And I feel like that's where people start to down spiral when they go, oh, I'm feeling this self-doubt. I'm feeling this fear. And yeah. then it starts to really self, um, to, to spiral. Yeah. And then the negative thoughts come into play. But I feel like if you have the mindset of, okay, this is good. It's new. I'm stretching. Um, how am I going to take this now? and do something with it. And I think that's the most important thing. But what I'm going to add to that is this, is that we are on such a treadmill at the moment, right? And we're talking about sleep before. Exhaustion is going to bring about self-doubt. It's going to bring those negative thoughts. It's going to bring, so you've got to make sure that is that really the block, Mm. you know, and it could be, and then you do the, the inner work and the limiting beliefs and work out what's blocking you and or is it just the fact that you are so overworked, you're yeah. exhausted, and you just need a moment just mm-hmm. to kind of get back to that, your way of thinking and being centered again. So I think that's really, because I feel like there's so much pressure and I hate that. I hate doing this and I don't, I don't want to create that with the posts that I put out as well. Yeah. I feel like this is such a pressure to be perfect and you have to have the right mindset and you have to be spiritual. But that's not even that's not even the work. The work is actually going through life and it's messy, but being able to sort of have the awareness to be able to go through it with as much grace and giving yourself grace and also as much love as you can. You know, it's not just about being perfect. It's not like I'm such a spiritual positive person because that's just going to create toxicity in your life you know and I think that just having that grace with yourself is really important and I find I find that and you could tell me if you you could work on this and let me know having that moment in those times where you feel blocked to just give yourself some grace and just maybe take some time out and not push the work I find that you'll come back the next day recharged with a totally different mindset I really like that because I feel like when I get in those moments, I tell myself it's because you're not working hard enough, you need to do better, you need to push more. And then I end up do getting burnt out and feeling like my brain 
isn't creative and I'm finding it really hard to apply myself. So I think, you know, showing yourself kindness in those moments is is so important because if we're able to stop and just take a minute to breathe yeah. and just step yeah. back, then like you said, we're probably we probably are gonna bounce back and come back and be like, you know what, I feel better for that. So I will, I will take on your advice. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't, you know, like going back yeah. and it's sort of like that whole pushing and, and mm. I know that because I, I used to be that yeah. big time. Yeah. felt like I, I needed to prove myself. I'd do the job for three people. I would always yeah. be pushing, pushing. And there's nothing wrong with hustle, but yeah. you've got to manage your energy, right? It's energy management at the yeah. same time because yeah. we're living in a different different mm-hmm. time. And, yeah. you know, you can go hard all day. You can, you know, you could keep going and keep going and keep going. But it's also that mindset and that sort of, you know, that conditioning of, mm. are you good enough? Oh, my gosh, like I've got to keep going and, it, you know, is what I'm creating enough? So it's sort of that's that that feeling of being enough that really sort of carries those those feelings through. So I think that if you do get to the point of doing the work is really understanding that, you know, understanding that it does come from somewhere else. It's not just you. Yeah. yeah. And I like what you said about energy management because I feel a lot of people that listen to this podcast are probably in a similar industry to me or, um, you know, in that creative space. And I feel like within this industry, there's the work, you, you know, you, you work all day, you do the things you got to do, but then there's the social aspect of it all. And, you know, there's social media, there's networking, there's all of those things. And that in itself is mentally exhausting, you know, and I think not managing both, like not managing the work and then the social requirements of it all, it can be really overwhelming and it's really easy to get burnt out. And I Mm. think, you know, sometimes I think, why am I so burnt out? Like I haven't really done much work this week but then I've been all over socials and I've been doing heaps of podcasts or I've been going to events and I'm exhausted and you know you I think you kind of feel a little bit guilty because you know you look at your parents and you look at their definition of work and I guess you think well you know I'm not really working am I so I think it's also learning to accept the industry that you're in and and being cautious of that that energy management within all the aspects, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's different to sort of when our parents were were younger too because mm. there's this exchange of energy all the time, right? Yeah. And so even on social, even when you're in an, an event, when you're doing a podcast, there's a constant exchange of energy, especially yeah. being on online. Um, yeah. And you, you really need to make sure that you are protecting that. I feel mm. like and that's where you have to set those boundaries. And if you don't have those boundaries, that's where burnout comes in. Mm. So I feel like, you know, the hustle is good. And obviously my definition of that now compared to when I was younger mm. is obviously different. You want to do as much work. You've got the energy, you, yes. you know, you're trying to do But at the same time, it is a long haul it's not just this short race to the finish line especially with all the social that you have to you know encounter Mm. um so i feel like slowing down a little bit is actually not going to stop you from propelling forward it's actually going to be really good because you're going to be showing up you know Mm. and then sometimes that might mean you know i'm i'm going to limit myself to this many podcasts this week this many social activities and it's really really going back to that wheel of life right and having Mm. that balance it's just that it's shifted in all the areas and maybe we need to sort of relook at that and think about you know what areas are sort of taking over um but i feel like 
yeah, a lot of people are, are doing that at the moment. And then there's that's why we've, we're in burnout zone. You know, everyone's really yeah. burning out. And mm-hmm. I, I do that as well. Like if I need to get work done, I'm a mum. My kids aren't all at school yet. Then I've mm-hmm. got to work late and that does tap into my sleep and all that and then that whole mm-hmm. cycle. But the most important thing is, yes, that can happen, but then you've, you've got to know how to go back, right? You've got to get back to sort of neutral. And I think that that's when you have, when you have those routines and those – you know, rituals in place, then you can kind of go back, back to that all the time, especially through this silly season, like that we've just been through. Um, I think it's really important just to set those boundaries. Yeah. I think that's going to be my biggest goal for the year is, you know, just learning to balance my energy more, learning to set boundaries and have practices in place that I stick to like a ritual, you know, have them there, you know, because I feel like it's so easy to drop your self-care practices as soon as life gets busy. But like you, you know, like we've just gone through a whole episode basically talking about they're the things that bring you back. They're the things that propel you forward and help you to be successful and achieve your goals. So I think, you know, when we are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, instead of dropping all the things that you know are good for you, learn to kind of balance them out a little bit differently and schedule your day in a way that's going to somewhat benefit you in the long, in the long run. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, as you get more successful and as that work, you know, those engagements increase, yeah. you know, if you don't have that practice mm. and if you don't have that sense of sort of self-conservation you are going to struggle and I think that's where people will only give you and you know what you let them right so if you don't have those boundaries they're going to take from you whether you've got a manager that's going to keep giving you work or whether you're you're getting clients whether you're you know a service provider so you've got to set those boundaries you know what works for you and sometimes that means saying no right and I think that that's that's something that everyone really needs to start practicing is saying no it's okay to actually say no sometimes Um, because you know I just feel like energy is everything so the energy that you're putting out is like what you're going to get back and sometimes when you're so flustered and so tired you're not putting out good energy so you know you've got to be centered in your own energy and so you can attract what is meant for you also so if you're living in that sort of fear-based energy you're tired you're exhausted then that energy is going to sort of kind of keep bringing bringing the same energy back right so yeah yeah so if you could give someone at the very start of their journey someone who has big goals and ambitions to do great things with their life any piece of advice what would it be Oh my gosh, just trust your gut. That that is my biggest thing. I get asked this all the time. It's just like trusting yourself. You know within yourself what you're capable of. Some people may not see that in you, but you know what you're capable of. And you see the bigger vision. People will only see what they see within themselves. So you need to make sure that you have your vision and you and you are propelling towards that. And I think that that's that people where people get really mixed up. It's like, "Oh, but they've said this about me or that I can't quite achieve that." No. You have your vision, you know what you want, and you know what it takes to get there. I think it's just actually getting quiet with yourself more than actually really sort of being on the treadmill and just Mm -hmm. being able to really center in that. But gut feeling, gut that gut instinct is like that's what's going to make you make the next choice. That's what's going to make you be and upskill. And you've got to make sure you're curious about all the things that you might not know what that is. 
And if you don't know what that is, because I feel like there's a pressure at the moment of like, oh, you've got to do this purpose and all of this. Yeah. Does that doesn't matter? Just follow your curiosity. And that would be my one like big piece of advice. Just follow your curiosity because you may have followed that three or four times. And then at the end of it, you realize, oh, wow, it's all of those little things that I've just done and followed that's actually brought me to the place that I'm meant to be. So I feel like just the pressure needs to be off. You need to trust yourself more and get centered with yourself more. And, um, yeah, I feel like that's just like there's a lot of other bits of advice, obviously, that come into play. But I feel like that self-discovery piece and the awareness is just that's just core, right? Yeah. I feel so inspired after talking to you. It's been so much to share. Yeah, and I, I feel like I've had a few light bulb moments as well and it's just – you know, I think you can get so caught up in that, you know, that rat race, I guess, and so caught up in not thinking you're doing enough or being enough and wondering why things aren't going the way you want them to go. But sometimes it's you need to stop and take a breath and, you know, figure out what's important to you and rest as well. And yeah. I think I'm so glad we really touched on the importance of rest and the importance of sleep and the importance of taking a step back sometimes because you know, we don't hear enough of that. And I think yeah. it's the most important thing, really, because like you said, when you are energized, when you are on, you keep bringing more of that energy in. And when you are not, it's just you're not really showing up as the version that you're really working hard to be, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. I think people are really scared. And just to close that off, I'll tell you a little story to close that off. And yes, I feel like people are really scared. So I was a performer for a really long time. Um, I had that moment when my parents separated and I thought, okay, what am I doing? So I sort of started a different life. So I sort mm -hmm. of, you know, went to Japan and did some shows over there for three months with some girls over there. And then I came back and I went, no, I'm moving to Melbourne. So I did full-time dance in Melbourne. And that didn't sit right with me because I felt like my family really needed me. So mm -hmm. the agency had sort of given me a, a space in the in the agency, which was really big at the time, and I had I said no, I'm going back home. So I took that step back and went back to Adelaide. And everyone was saying, "What are you doing? Like, you've been yeah. offered a space and all of this." So I went back, and then I went stepped into that self discovery sort of part of part mm -hmm. of my life and did the Anthony Robbins, and then just really honoured my truth and my mm -hmm. values a family. Like that's just what's important to me. But then after that, I stepped into studying business for a year. I thought, I've got to make a change to study business for a year. And at the end of that year, I saw the the ad for Pop Stars, which was the yeah. reality TV show. So I went and I auditioned and I got in. So I took a step back, but then I found my truth in that, right? So if I had kept going, maybe that wouldn't have been my destiny. So I feel like honouring yourself and really being just being able to just take that step back and do what is really right for you is really important instead of what people are telling you you should be doing or what you think everyone else is going to think is the right thing the right thing to do is really important but yeah i when i think back of my life that's such a pivotal time because my life would be so different if i hadn't made that choice that was really just about my values Wow, I love yeah. that story. I really love that because I think, you know, we think that if we stop, then everything's going to fall apart.
But yeah. really, sometimes stopping can open up more doors than what you think. So 100%. Thank you for and just, that. yeah, just stopping and just really take, it's okay to just go into hiding for a little bit if you're wanting yeah. to recreate, to recreate mm. something else, you know. Amazing. So where can everyone find you if they want to come and look you up and be mentored by you? Uh, well, mate, there's sallypolyronis.com, which is my website. Is that there's yeah. so much on there. You can go. There's a um, a great guide, which, which, is a, which is great for the new year, which is a mindset reset guide. So I mm -hmm. cover my five M's in that. So you can download that. Um, also, I'm on Insta and Facebook. Sally Polyronis really is my handle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to be getting my hands on that program as well because I'm like, yeah, I that. yeah. yeah. I also have weekly mentor notes, so I top touch on this yeah. every week with my mentor notes. I yeah. literally just put a quote out, and then we date, we do a deep dive. Um, so there's mm -hmm. a takeaway, and there's something to try, something to try. Um, so that's every Tuesday. So I have my mental awesome. notes newsletter that comes out each week. Yeah. Amazing. Which is a lot of... Make sure everyone signs up for that if you want to yeah. have a good <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's just getting you thinking and reminding you also, right? Yeah. It's the reminders. It's the yeah. reminders. And and well, I think that maybe yeah. having your, um, sorry to finish, having that no. right, which we didn't touch on, is having the right support and tribe mm. around you. And sometimes that means just that one person that's really being that support in for you corner. is really, really, yeah. yeah, somebody in your corner, which is really, really yeah. important, yeah. It's crazy that, um, you know, sometimes that can be the hardest thing is yeah. finding someone who really, really supports you and encourages you. And sometimes it's not going to be from a friend or family, which is sad, and that's why people like you who are doing incredible things, you know, it's so important to have that person because, I don't know, when someone believes in you, you believe in yourself. And oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really special. So, And if you're wanting to make that change separate to sort of what you're known for as well, that's really yeah. important, right? Because yeah. if, you know, sometimes family and friends aren't right for you at that time mm. and maybe you do need somebody from the outside who sees the new energy and a new version of you and what you can become. So I feel like, mm. yeah, that's definitely really important. And I feel like the pivotal times in my life where I've made, where I've gone in and, and really come out the other side I have had to block out energy that just 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 to show up as my as what I think I can be, not what somebody else sort of their perception of me is. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing everything today. I have honestly loved this episode so much. I feel oh, like I could talk to you all day. I know it's bad because it's like well, there's so much, and I think that yeah. that's the takeaway from this, right? There's like there is just so much that you can do, yeah. but even just taking that one little thing is just going yeah. to change the course of your year. You know, just start yeah. to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, thank you for your time. And I will pop all of your details in the show notes so everyone can come and check you out. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you again to today's episode sponsor, Waterbox, offering a sustainable on-the-go alternative to plastic bottled water. Make a difference with Waterbox and get 10% off your first order. Alternatively, you can find Waterbox at your local Foodland or IGA in SA, Vic and New South Wales. Thank you again for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please make sure to leave us a nice review and share it on your socials. Love you guys so much and I will see you back here for another mood boosting episode soon. Bye. Okay, I think it's...